Welcome to Space for Our Stories, for creatives, dreamers, and doers who give a damn and dare to be real. Whether you're looking to carve out a space in this world for yourself, or you're looking for a community centered around intentional connection and genuine conversations, pull up a chair and have a seat at the table with us because you're always welcome here. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. It's your host, Alyssa, and I'm so excited to be sitting here with Claudia of So Loca. Yeah. Yay! She is an incredible textile artist and she is just an amazing artist overall. I see her attention to detail and her intention into every piece that she creates. And not only that, she the way that she gives back to the community is incredibly inspiring. So I'm so excited to sit down with her. Yeah. Yeah, Claudia. <laughs> thank, thank you. you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much for inviting me into your space. And it's so inspiring to see everything you've created here. Thank you. And yeah, I'm excited to dive in today. I know. Me too. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it feels I, like an interrogation. <laughs> no, not an interrogation. No. <laughs> like in a fun, you in know. A, in a fun interrogation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A fun yeah, interrogation. Yeah. I'm like, what do you want to know? <laughs> oh, I want to know everything, girl. Okay, okay yeah. So, yeah. Um, let's start. What is yeah. your story? So I get, I'll do a super consolidated version of okay. like my story. So, um, I'm a textile artist and I basically, my realm of work is recycled, repurposed and reclaimed fabrics. And, um, you know, my dad was a denim distributor and that's how he got into it. And I feel like I really designed and like created in this realm out of necessity and so for me like I really enjoy this kind of like space of like creating because I feel like it it creates a very accessible way of being able to like create with a sewing machine Mm -hmm. because I feel like sewing machines are like one of those things where you know they are intimidating but they're also like the materials and notions and all that kind of stuff it could be a lot and so how can we express ourselves through clothes and like we talked about like comfort in like dressing and styling and all that kind of stuff how can we like fulfill those things like by being able to create our own thing and so for me that is like one of my main things where I'm like I want to make sewing like very accessible and like for people to be able to see it as like a skill that like anyone can do yeah absolutely. and I love that I know off air we talked about how you even got into sewing and I love to dive more into that because I think there's so many little pieces to the foundation of artists that aren't often spoken about and I think it's so cool that you know I know we talked about it off here but like let's yeah 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 yeah. yeah yeah um I feel like you know for me as like an artist you know it's like it's really important to you know like value yourself as like one, you know, where you're kind of like setting the tone. Cause we did talk about like, you know, a woman of color with like a sewing machine, mm-hmm. you know, like, what does that look like? Are we here to like service people or could we also exist in like a creative realm, you know? And I feel like it really, like, it was, it was one of those things where it's like, as like a person of color, like, and my parents basically, you know, my dad was a denim distributor. And so, um, both my parents, immigrants from Guadalajara they basically utilize like sewing as like a way of like surviving you know so at that time like it was um piecework so they paid you for piecework so 
let's say that you did 10 pieces and like it's like mass production so you're only sewing one thing you would only get paid for those 10 things Mm. so you could work for like eight hours but if you only made eight things that's like 80 cents or depending on like how what the cost is you know and so my parents did that kind of work and you know for me to be in the different kind of like realm of like oh damn like I get to be like this textile artist that utilized both like my mom's like strong points in like the textile industry and my dad's strong points in the textile industry and like being a child of an immigrant and then being like I got like their worth ethic and like what do you do with it Mm. you know so for me I'm like oh damn like this is it's really like for me like you know within like my story it's like really empowering because I'm like dude like my parents did this to survive you know and and I'm still as an artist, you know, because being an artist in San Diego and having a sewing studio and then paying rent, like, (laughs) is a lot. And so I'm still trying to get out of, like, the survival mentality of, Mm -hmm. like, sewing, you know, and more in, like, that kind of, like, space of, like, how do we create and how do we create beautiful things that have, like, so much meaning and intention and all that kind of stuff. So then, like, that, it doesn't just, like, keep us, like, happy and whole, but it's, like, telling the story of, like, who we are as like people and like documenting it and like i feel like that's why like also people like you are super important like documenting the process of like work you know because for me like i um a lot of like my ancestors we don't have any documentation of them and so it's like Mm -hmm. you're just kind of like what is like my lineage like where do i come from like who am i and i feel like for a really long time like i've struggled with that you know where it's like if I knew where I came from, I know where I need to go. (laughs) And like, you know, and so you're just kind of like, you're like, why am I making this harder for myself? Like I should just, you just go, you know? But then I do feel that there is like that connection of like knowing like where you came from and like understanding like who these people were. So then you could also have that as like a, as a tool to basically be like, Hey, when shit gets hard, you could basically be like, we are resilient. Like, mm-hmm. we've been through so much, and it's, like, and this is how, like, we hang on. And so yeah. I feel like in that way, like, it's important to, like, you know, have these, you know, things that are documented and that we talk about because, like, that we could kind of go back and, and, and be inspired by those things. So thank you for, you know, doing the podcast and just Aww. documenting and doing all that kind of stuff because it's very important. I appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you. I think kind of to your point of I remember – like even and this is like so silly because I would always ask my parents like I want to see your birth chart like when when were you born like they don't even have copies of their birth certificates you know what I mean so it's really interesting that you say that because it's so true and I think that's why it's so important for me and like the one of my values and one of the things that I'm so passionate about is picking up a camera documenting my journey and documenting the things that I'm doing the people I'm doing it with and especially because there's so much like history being made in this moment right exactly not just with um like what's happening around the world but in our in these smaller communities and much like ours like san diego is so big but so small at the Mm -hmm. same time and i think what makes this city so special is that we have a thriving like art community artist community and just creative community overall Mm -hmm. and I think just the support that we see and the synergy that's shared here is so beautiful that it's like why wouldn't we want to document this because who knows what the future holds 
right all we have is this moment and how can I I don't know that's why this podcast is very special to me so I can have these conversations and also just see I think it's also like a tank like a time capsule where like who knows where you're going to be in like a year or 10 years from now and it's just like you could look back or like listen to this episode and look back at like the photos of your space see how it's changed or how it's evolved and like again I think it's to your point like just there's something so special about being like the documenter or the director of your own life and like director of um capturing these moments because it is super special and especially because our parents haven't had or maybe like our past generations haven't had the chance to do that because I would love to see I you know I see physical photos and I would love to also bring that back like bring back like printed photos you know like I want to be able to see these photos and have something tangible and it's interesting that things have shifted in such a digital age and to create something so tactile especially the work that echoes in like your stuff like you're using textiles from hundreds of years ago and that are that tell the story and you're repurposing it in such a way that is so unique and something that's so beautiful thank you and I think it's so special because you've really developed your own style and your own like identity in each of your piece and I think that is also just a journey in itself like how did you find that and how did you kind of develop this like specific look like I feel like I could I I saw someone the (laughs) other day actually I think I was shopping at like Ralph's or like Trader Joe's or something and I just saw someone like a denim jacket and it had one of your um the it had a phrase on it and yeah. it said so so loca and I was like that's what's you're up. like <laughs> you know that's my friend yeah. <laughs> so cool well I I seriously like I think you know um like I've always had like a really hard time like you know being one of six kids you know and being able to find clothes that was going to be affordable you know because it's like I worked on the weekends you know ever since I was like 10 years old and so I would work at the swap me with my dad he would pay me like $10 a day that was like the highest pay that I ever got but he would pay me $10 a day and so I had to learn how to save money and then save enough to buy the thing that I wanted you know and so for me like I knew I, I could get more bang for my buck if I went to the thrift store and then like I had access to a bunch of sewing machines so I was like hey I can like I've always wanted like these plaid like punk pants and I'm like I could I could find uh, there's a bunch of them at the thrift store that are like old man like golf pants and I could take them apart and make like cute little mini skirts and so that's what I was doing you know and I just I was like dude like I was showing up every single day to school with like a different outfit that I made and it was really like fulfilling you know because I feel like you know out of the survival skills of like my parents and them having to work and all that kind of stuff it's like there isn't a lot of like attention you know where it's like you know they're paying a lot of attention and you're just or there wasn't like a lot of like positive reinforcement or anything and so I I, I thrive in situations like that where and it's like hey you're doing a great job and you're like yay you know and it's like it's like watering a plant you want to continue to give it like this positive reinforcement so for me that was sewing sewing was like wow look I made this thing and then you put it on and you're like whoa and then you could have like a matching top and so it it like it loved me the way that I needed it to Mm. like that I needed to be loved you know and um and I just 
you know, like I, I could have more control of like what I could wear and like how accessible that came to me. And so now like I really still keep that in mind where it's like if I'm going to like design things and if I want to make things like I have to be able to wear them, you know, where it's like this is something that I would wear because it's like you know, I want to create like little, you know, bikini tops, but it's like, there's no way I'm wearing that, you know? (laughs) So, you know, just thinking about it in that way of like, as like a a creative uh, navigating through like everyday life, like, what do you wear? You know, like, what do you wear? How can you make a statement? How can you, you know, enter a room and for people to like, understand this person is a creative, you know? Mm -hmm. And, and like, also like comfort, because I feel like we're on the same page with comfort. Like, mm-hmm. I want to be able to be comfortable. If I'm not comfortable, I'm not wearing it again, you know? So that comfort aspect is, like, really important because that then, if you're comfortable in your clothes, it exudes confidence, right? you know? And you're going to just basically be like, yeah, I, I know I look good because I feel good, you know? And so for me, like, I've really wanted to, like, make sure that these pieces are, like, one of one because of that traumatizing event that happened to me. <laughs> and so it's, it's, uh, I think that it, this is, it, it works like that, you know, where it's like things are constantly mass produced, you know? And, you know, when I was like a kid, I, I think I was like 12 and I was like, you know, like a 12 year old, like wearing like a tank top. And it, it was like one of my favorite like tank tops. It was like a black camel like shirt, you know? And I went to the mall and I saw a lady and she was more developed and more, you know, better looking in this tank top than I was because I'm 12. And so I'm just like a pudgy 12 year old, you know. And so um, I saw that and it really it was during the era of like we all had magazines and it's like, you know, you took like a quiz and like does he love you? And like, you know, how does he five ways that, you know, like a guy likes you and, you know, that kind of like era of like very, you know, just really an interesting time, but it was like the time that like we, that I was living through. And so, um, I remember in the back of the magazines, they always had like this who wore it better column and Mm. it's celebrities and it's showing you like who wore it better, like Hillary Duff or Miley Cyrus, whatever, you know? And, I felt like that like it was like it was like an audience and they could decide who wore it better because you're seeing two people wearing the same thing and that was so traumatizing for me where I was like oh my god like I could be compared not because because it's nature you're seeing two people wearing the same thing and you're like oh who's wearing it better you know and so for me like being able to like create things that are like one of one where it's like it's just you Mm -hmm. because we're all so unique like that you know and like putting like real effort into like just like these pieces where it's like they could be like our pieces that are like we're just reworking and they could be pieces that they're like you know statement pieces but it's like it's really putting the intention that it's like there there's only one you know and that's that's like beautiful because it's like it's exactly like you you're Mm. you're only one person and like accepting those flaws and you know understanding who you are as like an individual like once you could understand that like you become really like unstoppable you know so I feel like that's where I I love leaning into that because it's important for us you know it's important for us to celebrate ourselves as individuals and not want to like mimic like I I want to be like this person and it's like no the beautiful thing Mm -hmm. about each one of us is that we're also individual 
Yeah. Oh my gosh, 100%. Yeah. I absolutely love that. Yeah. And you're so right. I feel like the more that we're able to celebrate ourselves and our unique qualities, mm-hmm. the more that we're able to really step into our power. And it's so inspiring to see you like like as an outsider, you know, yeah. as a fan of your work. Like I've seen you like just continue to do your thing. Yeah. And like the more that like people are kind of like recognizing like oh shit like she is fucking special you know what I mean and isn't that interesting that like the more that you step into that power in your individuality the more that people will kind of be like oh shit like I really like what they're doing and to your point I think I really want to touch on comparison especially as women yeah because men don't experience this no like men do not experience feeling an identity crisis and not feeling pretty enough or skinny enough or good enough as a young teen or even younger. Yeah. I honestly, I can't remember on the top of my head any specific instances, but I do remember there were so many times as a child that, well, I could recall instances mostly because it also came from family members, you know, of just like, well, they want me to be and look a certain way. And, you know, I'm not upset anymore. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. But it's just like one of those things where I realized, wow, a lot of my like traumas also stem from that negative self-talk and like these ways that I viewed myself because I always felt like I wasn't good enough because I was always placed. And I always read those Cosmo articles and L magazines oh, and was always like, oh shit, that's what I'm supposed to look like, you know. And also because we are people of color and especially women of color there's just something so drastically different because we didn't see any of our any of us portrayed in the media except for like maybe Brenda Song and like a few very like very few women that represented like who we are in some way shape or form I totally agree. Yeah. Totally agree. And I feel like I had a lot of identity issues with that, you know, because it's like I was born in 85, you know, so it's like in the media at that time, it's like, well, what I was like watching was like Family Matters, um, Full House, you know, Home Improvement, but no one looked like me. And I really thought for a really long time, I'm like, no one's going to love me. (laughs) I really thought that I was like, I'm a fucking, I'm a brown, brown. I was very dark. I've always been very dark. And so for me, like that wasn't, that wasn't beauty, you know? And so, and then the fact that it's like, I didn't see women that look like me in like positions of like, you know, that they were educated women that I was like around where I was like, oh shit. So it's like, how do you envision like a pathway for yourself, Mm -hmm. you know? And I feel like they've always like really put women to kind of like go against each other, even with like columns like that, like who wore it better. And it's like, you know, celebrating everyone for like their uniqueness, you know, instead of like, especially as women, like the reality of it, we run fucking shit. Mm-hmm. We do run Facts. shit, you know? Facts. And it's like being able to have like that sisterhood of like, yes, we're not going to agree with each other, you know? But also being like reasonable fucking people. And like, yes, we lead with emotion. Sometimes like I'm a very emotional person. I'm very sensitive, all that kind of stuff. But it's like, it's also about like communicating and like making like really mending things because 
like sisterhood is so important Mm -hmm. it's so important to be able to lean on like a community like at any time leaning into like especially like like women friendships and like just women and relationships are so important for women because it's like that's how we like you know we we create like community Mm -hmm. you know and we need that because it's like we do run households we run businesses we you know we are like a we're a fucking force but it's like we we kind of like get compared to each other a lot and it's that kind of like feeling but it's like it's like how do we like how do we change that narrative Mm -hmm. you know and it's like and it is creating examples you know of like hey this is how women could support other women or this is how like you know like like us having like these traumatic like childhood like things where you're like oh shit no one looks like me and like how do i you can't envision yourself as an adult because it's like you don't see adults that look like you so it's like now having that power it's like how do you stand in front of a room where there's kids that like have similar backgrounds as you and you tell them to fucking do the stuff that makes you happy and that is going to make them Mm -hmm. happy and how do you like with that responsibility like hold yourself in this space where you're like hey you know what it's totally possible and here's how you know because we have to be that like that that aunt or that like you know person that we would have wanted you know for and especially for for those younger girls you know like that I'm glad there isn't like a lot of like the body shaming and all that kind of stuff but it's like there is still a lot of comparison so it's like how do you you know change that like how do you change those narratives for like these girls that are like growing up now and how do you like showcase like hey this is how like women work together and this is how women build things together and Mm -hmm. how do you maintain them because growing them and doing all that kind of stuff and maintaining relationships you know with other women because i think that that's really important for the mental health of 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 us you know i was gonna say it's very healing when you do find the women that you connect with the most because it's like when you're able to provide a safe space for one another to truly just like be yourselves because let's be real i think especially as women of color at least in my experience my default is always like performing you know i have to uh, it's kind of like it's it's like code switching right yeah it's like okay well here is a potential client let me like shift a little bit not to say that I'm not myself because you're always going to be you but there's a way that you like speak and there's a way that you present yourself yes to be acceptable mm-hmm. in other people's eyes and I think also because that is a default reaction for me because I've always been like that especially as like a people pleaser and also trying to please my parents and my family it's always been like that you know there was a point where i actually hid my tattoos from my mom that is hilarious while while i was still living with her and it was so funny that like one day because i was always wearing long sleeves which was like not out of the norm for me but i remember one of the days she like walked in with like laundry and like she's like do you do you need to wash anything and then she's like what are those and i'm like ah she's they like come on real but you know and it's also just like oh man i remember like hiding so much like parts of myself i could the fact that i couldn't be myself fully and i think that's why it's important when you yes. do find your people where you can be safe and you can fully express yourself where you could like 
you know, just yeah, be fucking weird and sing and yeah. like do all the things and like just feel comfortable because that is how we continue to heal yes. and especially how we continue to empower other women to like let's continue creating these safe spaces for one another because yeah. it's so true media and like journalism in general like have pitted women against one another mm-hmm. um i don't know if you've listened to america ferrera's recent speech when she accepted it was a critics choice award and it was like a see her award but she accepted a an award yeah. on behalf of barbie and her monologue in there and her monologue in this speech was so beautiful and she basically said the same thing of like you know women are not he like women won't make your project less they're actually going to make it so much better like let's continue to invest in one another let's continue to believe in one another and create space for one another and especially because she is a woman of color yeah she's just like that's why she does what she does and i think that's why it's so important that we continue to see more women and more women of color just stepping into their power because like that representation exactly you know that representation so important because you know and that's like a huge responsibility like with anyone that is like you know um representing like a group of people as much as we want to think like she does or doesn't represent us or whatever but it's like she does and especially like as a woman you know you're just kind of like whoa like this is like this is a person that you are kind of like, whoa, like she's doing so much awesome stuff. And then she's like, you know, really like, you know, like showcasing like, hey, this is how like you build like community within women. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, how do you like within like your circle, how do you become like someone where you can hold those pieces together where it's like, the only way that like you could really like survive like hardships and stuff like that is if you lean into like a community, but it's like, we're so connected, but at the same time, we're very disconnected, Mm. you know? So it's like, how do we continue to like grow these relationships, you know, because they're, they're really important. Yeah. You bring up such a good point about being connected and so disconnected. Social media has been such an interesting beast, especially as it develops and like AI is getting involved and all of these things. And I know, It's so so crazy. crazy. It's so crazy. And I, for one, I've expressed this vocally so many times of like, I love social media because it's allowed me to connect with some of the best people that I get to call like really good friends to Mm -hmm. this day. And, but I really dislike social media for the fact that it's just become so repetitive and Mm -hmm. so there's just so much noise and like not enough heart and intention in these things yes and especially because to your point like how do we like show young girls and young kids that like this isn't the only way like you know like there's so much more to life than social media and being a quote-unquote content creator or influencer and it's just so strange to see how the internet and how like everything's developed so quickly that it kind of takes away from connecting with people on a deeper level yep you know I have an 11 year old and so you know we've kind of always been like does she have an Instagram? Does she not have an Instagram? Does she have a TikTok? Does she not have a TikTok? And so you know because it's like we didn't grow up with this stuff so then you're just kind of like 
do you want it you know and and like really like setting like rules like um don't tell people where you live don't ever send don't ever take inappropriate pictures like you know obviously like basic stuff but at the same time like you know making sure that you're like hey if you're gonna be on these kind of sites it's like it's basically like you know to to connect with friends and to you know to have a positive experience and to like not feed that negative you know because i feel like you know um social media for us has been great in the business side i don't have a personal account but in like the business side where it's like you could promote your business and it's free unless you pay for ads and stuff Mm -hmm. But it's like there is a lot of that kind of like feeling when you see like a certain thing or when, you know, then you're kind of like the insecurity comes out or like the self-doubt or the, you know, um, you know, I will be completely honest. Sometimes I'll see something and I'm like, how come I'm not at that level yet? Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. and you're just kind of like and then you have to like really like like slap yourself out of it because it's like. things are going to work out for me the way that they have to work out and you know what god bless her for like you know being in that position and like working hard because we all understand that like when you work hard you 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 end up getting into the places that you need to be you know and so um but it is a feeling of like you know that comparison and it sinks your heart and it you know all these kind of things and you know, it is a very interesting, like, world where it's, like, there's there's these two worlds, you know, of, like, seeing, like, social media for, like, what it is. And you're, like, and everything's fake. Yeah. You know? It's, mm-hmm. like, it's like you're only going to see, like, the best seven minutes of my life. You're not going to see the, the thing when, like, my hair's up and I have to wash all those dishes and my fucking house is a mess. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, I'm, like, late on some of my payments. Like, you're not going to see that. You're just going to see, like, this great thing. And it's, like, and it's just really understanding that it's, like, a curated version of, like, who we are. And, you know, and, and, and that's what it is. But it's, like, that's why it's important to have, like, relationships outside of that you know and like basically being like hey you're a fucking human like you feel things and like and i feel like sometimes it does dehumanize people you know because then you're like damn their life is so perfect Mm -hmm. it's so perfect and and then you build like this resentment for like just knowing like what you know the algorithm is is allowing you to know and you're just kind of like what but it's like I think having like real relationships with people, it really allows for you to have like more of a human connection than like something in like this digital world, you know, where things could be so misconstrued. Like you could text something and if you don't add an emoji, you're like bland (laughs) (laughs) and, you know, or you're like mad or like Mm -hmm. what is happening, you you know? Yeah. (laughs) And you're like, how come you didn't add the heart emoji? And you're like, uh, I don't, I don't know how to respond to this, you know? It's so silly. But yeah. So, in that way I'm always like you know that's like you know I always I I tell my daughter all the time I'm like it's all fake Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know and a lot of it is scripted and Mm -hmm. like you know and and that's what it is and there's a beautiful thing about it and there's an art to it but it's also like one of those things where it's like we have to understand that it's like it's not real life yeah you know and like once you understand that you're just kind of like okay cool you know because you know, we all like we all have beautiful moments in our lives and we choose to share them and we choose not to, you know, and there's a lot of really amazing, you know, um, 
you know, intimate moments that like we share with others that you're like, wow, this is like beautiful. And the beautiful thing about it is that you don't have to share it with others. Exactly. And it could be like your thing, you know, where you're like, this is like awesome. And like, this is like our thing. And this is what we share in this and that. And it's like, not everything has to be, you know, shared or, mm -hmm. you know, and so in that way, I'm always like, social media is like, you know, it's like a little you know, it's a little weird animal, you yeah, know, you're exactly. always, but I've always kind of been like, Ooh, I would love to have my own personal account. But then at the same time, I'm like, what would I even write on there? You know, and sometimes it's like, you know, you want to, and then you're just like, I don't have time for that. Right. You know? Like, are, are you kidding? When would I have time for that? I would yeah. just be posting like weird stuff. So I'm like, no, I don't have time for that. So. Oh man. <laughs> I love that you talked about comparison because I think that's a big factor into why social media is so, I mean, I don't want to say dangerous, but I want to say dangerous, you yeah, know, yeah. to like, to our mental health specifically because yeah. it does give us like, oh, like this is how you're supposed to do a certain thing and it's supposed to be the certain way. And of course, like, you know, I follow Instagram recipes and yeah. things like that. And like, I come across really cool like practices or mm -hmm. things that like intrigue me that I incorporate in my day-to-day -day life. But to your point, it's once we come, become consumed by this beast yeah. like you know and i'm guilty of it i've yeah. of course doom scrolled for hours and i'm like me too oh, shit it's uh sundown now and i need to Who's make making dinner, dinner. <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> and you're just like shoot but i think there's also like um how can we i don't know if you have any like specific practices or ways to like recenter yourself when you kind of get into that mindset because especially as artists when we do see someone that we admire or when we see like someone who's doing something similar yeah. of like oh shit that's where they're at like maybe i need to like step up my game like how do i do this thing it's so easy to like tell ourselves like we're not good enough and we're not yes. doing great because we don't have like 12,000 followers or whatever and it's so hard to separate ourselves from who we are on social media these days yeah and I would love to know if you have anything specific that kind of like brings you back to like earth <laughs> I like seriously like for me like when I do see something that is like where I'm like oh my god this is like it's right to like the core and I feel kind of like, you know, it's a comparison and, and your mind automatically is like, she's doing way better than you. Mm. And you're like, my time will come, you know? And you're just kind of like, for me, like I've always been like really um, into like little like quotes all over the place. Yeah. And like, I'm just like a weirdo like that. But it's like, I needed to see like little quotes, you know? And I saw last time it said comparison is the thief of joy mm -hmm. and it's so true it's like you know it's like how can we compare ourselves to like someone else when we're so we're so complicated like we are so complicated like you know you as a person are completely different and more complicated than I am and vice versa you know so it's like how do you like compare yourself and how do you compare yourself with someone that has had like a totally different life experience and you know upbringing and like you know um like income and you know like resources and all that kind of stuff to like someone else that like doesn't right. and so it's really important just to kind of be like 
like for me when I see something like that like I you know sometimes it does you're you're just kind of like damn like when will my time come you know (laughs) and you're just kind of like damn it but then at the same time it's like you just gotta I what I do is like I'm always like god bless them you know it's like they worked really hard to get like where they need to be and it's like good for them you know and it's like it's like you really want to to be that person that if someone saw your successes, they're not going to be like, well, she has all that stuff because her parents are Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. And it's like, let's be completely honest. Like people have done that about us all the time, you know? And it's like, so does that like not validate your work that like you in some kind of way were privileged, you know? And so it's really thinking about it in that kind of way where it's like, you know, like we all like have like some kind of privilege, you know, but it's like, how do we, you know, how do we make sure that our work is speaking for ourself and, and us as people, like, we don't have to feel like, Hey, you know what, because my mom's a this and that, like, you know, I didn't just piggyback off and like, I have all the funds that I need and like, you know, all this kind of stuff. And even if you did, like, does that take away from like you being an amazing artist? Mm. Like, do you not get to like exist in that realm because you, your parents were smart enough to connect you to the right people, Damn. you know? So thinking about it in that kind of way, cause it's like for me, like having an 11 year old and me being like, Oh shit, like this is what she wants to do when she grows up. How can I set her up with people that sh- could influence her to get into like that path faster? Because we all understand that it's like the world is all who, you know, so true you know and those are all opportunities and all that kind of stuff so it's like for me being in that privileged situation and position of like being connected with people and enjoying people and wanting to like collaborate with people and have like relationships with people I also want for my daughter to understand that it's like these are important things so it's like how can I give her a level up you know and and I don't think that there's anything wrong with that you know it's like I think my parents didn't give me those opportunities so it's like for me like I'm gonna be like how do I set up my kid with the resources that I have you know because it's like I know I'm not like financially set yet but it's like I want to be able to like already start to kind of like you know fine-tune those things you know but I think it's really like about understanding that like everyone's journey is totally different and I know it sounds hokey as hell you know because it's like you're like really everyone's journey is different but the reality is that it is Mm -hmm. you know and we just got to keep on like being advocates for ourselves and like when a moment like that where it's like it's an intrusive moment just basically you know like I sometimes like we'll sit there and I'll like do like a little prayer and I'm like whatever kind of like little negative energy this is you need to go back where you came from because I can't have that you know and it's really like resetting yourself acknowledging it and fucking tossing it out because dude as creatives negativity is the enemy of creativity and so it's like having like this kind of like feeling towards someone else when we don't even know them you know we don't even know them like you know maybe we've exchanged one word and like you're basing your whole entire like support and like all that based off this one word that you've exchanged with this person and it's like you know that's crazy and so it's like really like just kind of like like humanizing ourselves we're not all perfect we're always going to make mistakes there's always room for growth and like being patient with each other Mm -hmm. because we're not we're never patient with each other. We don't allow for 
ourselves to grow and to like you know see like our mistakes and all that kind of stuff and so if we were a little bit more patient with each other it would allow for us to to really like like nurture our growth as opposed to like stomping it out as soon as like if it becomes really uncomfortable for us absolutely oh i love that and i love that like you're really touching on empathy and how we could be more empathetic towards each other because we are all human yeah and you know there is a specific or at least like you know we see on social media that like you have to be perfect you have to do these things to be like successful and like you know there's a set of rules you need to follow and it's just like really at the end of the day there are no rules no and everyone reaches success or like their definition of success so differently Mm -hmm. that like yeah I've definitely been I've sat in that shit for so long of like even like with this podcast and bringing it back like oh my gosh Mm -hmm. am I valid enough am I going to be like good enough for this you know and it's so wild that it's just like And I also feel like these thoughts for me in particular stem again back to my childhood and how I spoke to myself and how, you know, I have to continue healing through these thoughts. And you're right. It is. It's like you have to combat like these these negative thoughts and these voices in your head telling you that you're not good enough and that like you're never going to be like this or whatever, because it's like training your brain. And I think especially for me, being a daughter of immigrants being in survival mode the whole time and like always doing what we need to do to survive it is like code switching it is like these things and it's just like I have to constantly be aware of it or at least to a point where it's like now a part of my life where I can navigate like my own journey without yeah. these thoughts getting in the way yeah and it's a constant practice for sure and it's all a constant, the time like oh get out of there like I don't want you <laughs> in my head anymore yeah because it could easily consume you oh my god yeah Yeah. that for me like you know I had like this really um powerful experience when I was like in middle school it was like the best year and the worst year I lost all my friends but I also made like a really cool friend that ended up being like someone that like basically betrayed me but I loved our relationship you know and I think it was like an important thing to go through and you know I basically was always very like timid like very very timid like my parents didn't teach us how to communicate so um you know my Spanish is very like like surface level like I feel sad I feel happy like (laughs) you know and like very like surface level I can't like really go into it too much because they only were like they told us what to do and we weren't like how do you feel how was school today like there wasn't you know that kind of stuff and so my Spanish is very like that and so I for me like I didn't know how to communicate and didn't know how to do all that kind of stuff you know and so as an adult I was like how can I learn how to communicate and how could I you know let people know that these are the things that like make me feel this kind of way and all that kind of stuff, you know? And so for me, it's like really important to, um, to be able to like understand that like you shouldn't care what other people think about you, Mm -hmm. you know? And it's, in a way, you know, it's like you shouldn't care, like, you know, cause it's like, I think that's really like the thought that consume us. Like, like, like being on Instagram, for example, like me being on Instagram, I'm like a lot of the times I'm like, I'm making this video and like, you know, if I started think about like all these things, like, oh my God, everyone's going to think I'm a fucking idiot. And like, you know, and this and that. And then I'm like, I don't really care, 
you know i really don't care like i really don't care like i want to be like super authentic and i want to do the things that for me i'm like this is like fun and funny and like you know and just like like being authentic and like sharing that and like you know being like oh i'm goofy and this is like what you get to like me and this is you know and like things like that and so for me like really like like dropping that when i was like in middle school where where i had this moment where i was like really awakened and this girl was like you shouldn't care about what anyone thinks about you mm. and i was like what and then the next day like i was like fully goth and i was like <laughs> <laughs> and you know i got in trouble for it but it was one of those moments where i was like i was just so like i felt like so like stuck you know, where it's like I was kind of being like enslaved by this thought of like, oh, my God, like you are, you know, what if, what if you showed up the next day like of this? Like, what is everyone going to think? And it's like, how can I like how can I allow people that I don't even know have so much control over like the mm -hmm. things that I do in my life? Like, that's not fair, you know, like in our minds are like the most powerful thing. So it's like, how do you change that thought to like. You know, it's like, I do care what people think about me. I do, you know, that kind of stuff. But it's like, I'm not going to, like, allow for, like, you know, for me to make up the scenario in right. my head, you know, to, like, restrict me from, like, something that I'm like, oh, my God, this is going to make me feel so happy. And, like, this is, I'm just weird. And I'm just, this is who I am. But, mm -hmm. you know, so it's like, why, like, try to hide that and be like something else you know and so for me that's like the whole thing where it's like you know not allowing things to have like so much control over ourselves because dude that sucks life is super short so it's like mm, how so do true. you how do you like how do you live a very fulfilled life with knowing that it, that that you know that we want to be like authentic in ourselves and in our practice and like within our work and you know all those kind of things and I think it's really about like you know just showing up as like who you are and just like really not caring about like what people are going to think because it's like you know like people in the bleachers are constantly gonna like judge like a game that's happening but they won't play that game mm. you know so if you ain't playing my game you don't really have anything to say, so <laughs> you know, and it's like, dude, it's easy to criticize. It's easy. It's it's so easy to criticize people, but it's like step up and do it. it mm -hmm. It's hard to work. It's hard work to be a, a very vulnerable person that's going to show up as like their authentic self, you know, but it's like at the same time, it's like, dude, like, like, aren't we all tired of like having to like be like something for someone mm -hmm. you know like like i don't want to do that like i don't want to like like i just want to be like this is who i am and if you don't like it that i fucking say spanish words like then we don't have to be friends you know right. or like, like it. yeah it's like this is who i am and like you know and it's like i remember there was like this one opportunity and they had came into the studio this was in 2018 and um you know um it was a, a a company that does sewing machines and they were like you know we're trying to see you know because you're a local celebrity and i was like oh god you know <laughs> and they're like we want to see if maybe we could be like a sponsor you know and i was like okay and so they came came in and they checked it out and you know he comes back and he was like they thought you were way too edgy 
you know and I was like fuck yeah like you know and and for me like I was like well I'm not gonna tone it down because this is me like this is who I am and it's like and guess what like we like what am I supposed to be like I can't live a lie like my dad lived a whole ass like my whole life was a lie you know is my childhood my dad lived a double life my whole upbringing so it's like I can't do that like as an adult like I can't live a double life like I have to be able to be like an authentic person where it's like I know that there's consistencies within like my life like it's crazy to like you know want to like modify yourself to like please people right you know and it's like no like we are too good to please people on the contrary people should be trying to impress us you know because it's like hello like you know right before the podcast you know uh, me and manny were talking about value and that's the word for Mm. me for this year you know and i think i started it like in in november i was like value is gonna be my word and he was (laughs) like oh and and really valuing ourselves like like we we we're so valuable like so valuable as women as like women of color in like a creative realm as you know um creatives as artists as like as so many we are so layered and we're so valuable in this space very valuable so it's like we have to be able to be like we're up here and if you can't see that vision that grand vision Mm. like that crazy vision you can't sit at the table with me you have to be able to see a crazy vision of like, I could see all this stuff happening. And it's like, we all have to have that crazy vision for ourselves because guess what? No one's going to have it for us. So true. That's so the reality true. of it. And and like, the reality is like, no one's going to put in that time and no one's going to put in that work. And it's like, and it's beautiful to like, be around people that you're like, oh damn, they're doing so many cool things. And so when you were telling me about your project, I'm like, damn like she's she's amazing like you're amazing like how do you then like think of like ways where you're like dude i gotta introduce her to all these people like you have to meet all these people and you have to you know and so then you're just kind of like you get so excited like Mm -hmm. you know like that kid that can't stop shaking that's (laughs) me right now you know but it's like it, it it becomes like this thing where you're like how do i connect this person to like other people that are like also going to appreciate her for her value you know and i think that that's what it is it's like connecting people and like knowing that people are going to value your vision you your brand everything that you bring to the table you know and so that's where that's that's what i that's why i love like connections and doing Mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff because then you're like wow like this person's doing so many cool things like where can we fit in to like help support that you know and i and i think that that's like that's the part about Instagram that I do like that you get to like see them and like stay connected and like, you know, like it's kind of like a little digital postcard, but at the same time, it's also good to like connect in like a real like way, you know, where you're like, Oh shit, you do, you are real. (laughs) I could touch you. We hugged, (laughs) you know, but it is, it is a very interesting, you know, realm, you know, but we also, it works for us. We don't work for it. Mm. you know and it's like you know for me like if something makes me feel like some kind of way i'm like i'm gonna have to unfollow you <laughs> because dude we have also to set your boundaries that's what i'm saying yeah. you have to like set your boundaries and like 
in real life like i'm not gonna like just watch someone like being murdered you know i'm gonna make sure that it's like hey what the hell like you're gonna you know you're not gonna it, it's not gonna be an accessible thing where you're like oh my god so it's like why are you like allowing yourself to see these things like in a digital world or even like things where it's like people are fist fighting and you're like why is this like on like my right. feed why so true. why are we think about yourself as like a, a plant my plants right here I love them and they're great because it's like you get to see how much time and effort you put into them you know and we have to be the same thing for ourselves where it's like hey are you gonna feed yourself all this crap that's gonna make you feel some kind of way and you're at the end you're just gonna be like damn like I don't even think that I'm worthy of this stuff. Or are you going to feed yourself like stuff where you're like, damn, like tomorrow I'm going to like knock all this stuff out of the park and I'm so inspired and all that kind of stuff. So it's like, we have to like, like water ourselves. Like if we were plants and surround ourselves with like these environments that are going to allow for us to grow. So true. Because, you know, that's why like, I love my space. Cause it's like, I'm just going to close it down and then, you know, we can hang out and we could, you know, but it's like you're, you're allowing for there to be like this safe space for you to feel like you can be like a real person mm -hmm. and you could create mm -hmm. and you could do all that kind of stuff. And I think that that's, that's really important to be able to have. I like for me, like, you know, just being in your head and like the documenting process, like, mm. you know, we talked about the documenting process and I was like, it's so important. It's so important to document the process of things and to just start, just start, yes, so just true. So start true. because everyone is expecting perfection all the time. Mm -hmm. And I remember the first thing that I ever made and it looked like shit. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. But imagine if I never started. Like, because I knew that it was going to look like that. Yeah. And it's like, well, yeah, it's going to look like crappy. And you're going to look at, at certain things and you're going to be like, wow, that's very cringe. And that, guess what? That is us in like a physical form. Like we had our teenage phase that mm -hmm. wasn't mm -hmm. that great. But, you know, and then we had the phase that we shaved off our eyebrows. Not great either, <laughs> you know, but you have like these like phases that you're just kind of like they're important because when you look back, you could basically see like, wow, there's so much growth. So true. You know, yeah. so in that way, the documenting process and just starting is like so important. So you could be able to like continue to like, like fill yourself, you know, mm -hmm. like you're, you're, you want to like put into a cup and like continue to be like, wow, look how much growth within yeah. like, it could be like six months. It could be like a month. It could be like, you know, a, a whatever period of time, but there is always growth. Very true. And it's like, you never, I think a lot of us, especially as creatives, we see the end outcome and how it's mm -hmm. supposed to be or how we imagine it to look like. And, yeah. you know, we're, and we let that consume us so much to the point where it might paralyze us to even start, yes. even begin. And like you said, like just starting and beginning, that's the first step to anything. Yeah. And like, what's the smallest thing that you can do right now? Like, you know, I, I've, you know, I talked off air about like this personal documentary project that I want to work on. And it's like such a big vision goal for me that I'm like, Ooh, it's a lot, but I know that it's something I'm capable of. And I yeah. know it's something that I know that's on my heart that I want to bring to life. 
but I do know it takes time that yes. I, like you know I can't just like tell Adrian to come film with me and like do these things and then like we're gonna like knock it out of the park like it's gonna take so much time and I think that was something that I experienced during the pandemic actually is like I did film a few yeah. people I did film with a few people and because I was so obsessed with it being perfect I stopped and I didn't do anything with it and you know I have a handful of unfinished projects but I also feel like it's taught me so much in that process to understand you know whatever I put my focus on next and whatever I put my intention into now it's going to be a much different experience because I know what I'm capable of. And I know you had mentioned off air a similar kind of situation because yeah. like you do teach and you do give back yeah. in that way because you want to like share your skill set with other people and especially students. For the record, I have a lot of UFOs too. They're called unfinished objects. <laughs> but but we all have them. We all have yeah, them. Yeah. And guess what? UFO. Like, like the crazy thing is that we I have a lot of friends that they're going through that right where they're like I need it to be perfect or else I can't put it out and it's like and it's like I get it we all have like our certain standards of where we want things to be but it's like it's also this is a journey Mm -hmm. it's a marathon like it's not like a race like how do we get there fast and all that kind of stuff and like we're fucking like really going into the other way and like we're creating like resistance by basically being like it's gonna take time nothing that is well made takes no time Mm -hmm. it's gonna take time and the ability to have patience and to make something beautiful within like a year two years whatever like however much time you have like allow that to be part of the process because for me like you know, sometimes I'm like, you know, I do a lot of documenting where it's like in a time lapse and then Manny uses it for something, you know. And I remember one time I'm like, I don't think I'm working fast enough. You know, my girlfriend mm-hmm. was in here and I was like, I don't think I'm working fast enough. And she's like, why? And I'm like, because I watch myself too much in time lapse. <laughs> I'm like, you should be working like that fast, you know. So oh, then you're just kind of like, you know. Yeah. But it's like, you know, when I do teach one of the things that I'm that I'm constantly reminding the kids and like anyone that wants to learn how to sew is I'm not a traditional like teacher where it's like I didn't go to school for sewing like I don't have any background on that kind of stuff I'm not a traditional teacher what I am is someone that's going to continue to encourage you and to give you suggestions of what kind of projects would be good for your skill level and that's honesty you know and so for me like I always start with like the class and I'm and I always tell people I'm like remember that this is like a skill you're not going to be great the first time but it's like we're we're working I'm guiding you into this project where it's going to look great and so it's like you just have to trust the process mm. and how do you build confidence through that when like these little tiny projects that like someone could sit there and like complete it within like a class and so for me like constantly giving them like that thing of like nothing like nothing that is good is like gonna take no time Mm -hmm. like beautiful things take time you know like the plant like everyone loves that plant but it's like it's been in this space for like four or five years so it's like yeah you know she's she's doing good because she's she loves it you know and it's like 
we like do all the things for her and like she gets all the compliments and all that kind of stuff but it's really about seeing it in that kind of way where it's like good things take time you know and allowing us to be patient you know with like these projects and like just basically being like hey you know what it's gonna take some time and that's fine yeah you know because it's like we're so like instant gratification like Mm -hmm. i could order something right now and you could get it like tomorrow like that's wild wild. so so like are you kidding people could drop off groceries at your house and you're like (laughs) that's so crazy and very convenient (laughs) but it's like this is that is the world that we live in and we are all based off of convenience and it's like really remembering that it's like the work the the putting in the time and the work and how many hours and all that kind of stuff that's part of the process of like the vision yeah. it's just not in the vision board <laughs> it doesn't say like on your vision board is 180 hours of footage you know right. it's like it, it is more something where it's like you're seeing it and you're like and once you're so invested you're like oh my god i had like this like now it becomes this bigger picture you know so it's like how do you continue to like build off of that once you you know you're so inspired and things are going your way Mm. you know but also like allowing yourself to basically be like hey this isn't working like how do I like how do I like you know like pivot or how do I like you know like just cut off the project and like there's no like wrong there's no like there's nothing wrong about like abandoning a project and basically being like hey I don't, I don't have the time to do it right now, Mm -hmm. you know, or the resources or whatever, you know, but it's like, there's nothing wrong with basically putting a project on hold, you know? So it's really about like that patience, you know, and, and, and the process, like that's, that's part of the process, you know, and, and we have to understand that like things aren't like made overnight, you know, sometimes they are, but um, <laughs> like things like this, you know, things that are beautiful, that have so much depth to them. They're not going to just be like, you know, they're just not going to just appear, you know, and it is about like you work with like a whole team. So it's like, how do you get everyone like involved and like how how can everyone like play like their role, you know, where exactly. they're feeling like valued and, mm-hmm. you know, all that kind of stuff. So it's just it's it it is allowing ourselves to be more patient with like time and all that but it's also like time management very true you know like how do you like manage like the time and you know and all that so i know that's not fun but (laughs) i know that's like the not sexy part i know you're like how do i manage my time you're like i just want to hang out right you're like "Mm, we could i could seriously talk to you all day so me too dangerous (laughs) me too me too Uh, but i feel like this has been such an incredible conversation. We're already like pretty much at an hour, girl. That's crazy. That was, that I know. But it's so like, easy to talk yeah. to you. That's why I'm like, Aww. we could have just been like, you know, it's so funny because it's like you have like a microphone in front of you and then you're like, but we're friends. <laughs> and so you're like, what are we doing here? But see, I love this because it's like you could call each other friends and you're like, my friend has a podcast. Like. Aww. That's fucking cool. I like, appreciate the hype because I'm like, I'm over here like, hey. no, <laughs> no. And you know what? Like we have to like, you know, we have to be able to like hold ourselves how we want people to hold ourselves, mm. you know, like how we want people to hold us, like how, you know, because it's like, it's true. We set the tone, you know? So it's like, girl, like 
you are doing great. You have all kinds of really fun stuff happening. So, you know, it's just awesome to, you know, be able to like sit and like talk. And then you took pictures and I was like all like shy. I was like, oh, God, I'm so so awkward, you know, (laughs) but but it is like a really fun experience, you know, and, you know, I'm looking forward to like more things like this where it's like you get to like connect with friends and, you know, you get to support their projects and, you know, so it's it's fun. It's a lot of fun. Well, thank you for that, because it definitely there's just something so special about the synergy between like, you know, we it's funny how we met too because it's kind of like what you're talking about earlier of like you have friends who are like you got to meet this person and yeah. I'm like you've always just been on my radar because Shannon had talked about yeah. you then Stacy has talked about you and we had finally met because we we're on the board for arts and yeah. like what like what a small world and we got we were able to connect and talk more deeply about our experience and everything and it's just so fun to see like yeah, just, just I've been a fan of your work for years and to like just be in your space and like intake everything and like every single detail and just like you could tell that there's so much heart and soul here and Thank especially you. the work that you create that yeah. like, I don't know, you make it easy. So you make it easy <laughs> to connect with you, you make it easy for me to like talk to you so dude I, for me like when you asked me i was like finally someone asked me to be on their podcast <laughs> <laughs> i'm like thanks I'm, I'm a cool person you, you know are, no but yeah. you know it's cool to like because it's like we did connect in like such a like fun way i was like dude and so i was like so excited and like i was like dude we should and when we got coffee and i was like and I really love that, you know, like I love that idea of like getting together with someone and like, you know, like doing like a, you could be working on your project. I could be working on my project. And, you know, that feeling of like, you know, you're in the same space and like the hype, you know, of people that like, they, they, like I see potential in everyone. Like Mm -hmm. I see potential in everyone and I'm always like, damn, like what an amazing person, you know? So it's like, how can you continue to give them all this like positive, like reinforcement for them to constantly like grow? Because I think that like, I really like to lean into that when like I teach, especially with like high school students where, you know, I walk around and I'm like, wow, look at you, are doing such a good job. I'm like, look at you. Who would have thought that you knew that you didn't know how to sew and mm. look at you, you made this whole entire thing, you know? So it's like, I lead like the class with like positive reinforcement where I'm like, you did really good today, you know? And it's like, and watching what that does to someone, mm. like, like, I wish I had that, but I didn't. So it's like, for me, I'm like, how can you constantly give someone like, this like you know like these like cheering for them and like what what is it gonna do for them and it just creates a ripple effect so true you know so then it's like that person could then go home and they're like damn i'm kind of like a badass you know (laughs) and you're just like you know and so it like it makes you feel like a certain kind of way and so i think that that's always like you know like I, i i want to do that more you know is like Filling people's cups where you're like, you're doing great, you know, and and we are all doing great, you know, we're all trying. Exactly. You know, so we're doing good. (laughs) And (laughs) I think like really, if we just do our best every single day, like there's no reason why we should let that like negative noise like really affect us. Yeah. Because you're just like, you know, I tried my best. Yeah. (laughs) I really did. Yeah. Yeah. I like, I have like this practice you know, and it's, and I, 
you know, I try to do it every single night and it does like put a lot of things into perspective and it's very humbling. And so at the end of the night, I have this notebook and I carry this notebook with me everywhere because it has my like schedule, but then it also has like notes and then it's like a lot, you know, but there's a section where it's like, it's my gratitude like mm, section. I and so that. at the end of the night, I make sure I write 10 things that I'm really grateful for, wow. you know, and you know, those things could be like, I'm grateful for my cat, you know, yeah. and I'm grateful for like, you know, my space and I'm grateful for, you know, and it's in the beginning, it's very hard for you to think about 10 things that you're grateful for, which in all reality, that's kind of like a dick move. But but at the same time, it's like, you know, we're so like, we don't, we're not even grateful for like the smallest things of exactly. like being able to wake up. Yeah. Like you woke mm -hmm. up today. Yeah. You, you could use all your limbs. You could walk and you could drive and you could see and you could talk. And like, those are like so many things that we take for granted, mm -hmm. you know, and, um, and like really like, like being grateful about like certain, like everything, you know? And like, so for me, like being able to like do that, like, and just writing them out and like looking back and just basically be like, wow, like these are like, these are like your set like foundation things of like the things that you're like always like really grateful for, you know, but um, it's cool to be able to like see how many more blessings come because you're really grateful. Yes. You know, 100%. I love that. I also yeah. have a gratitude practice at the end of the night and I'm like, I'm grateful for Cosmo. I'm grateful that I was able to feed myself today. Yeah. I'm grateful that I was able to pay rent or like whatever yeah. it is. It's, it really is like really understanding that these small things create such a big impact in our life and how we see the world and just continues to shape our perspective and the yeah. more that you express your gratitude the more just like in my perspective a lot of blessings do come yeah in so many unexpected ways so I think that's so powerful so me too no yeah yeah and I think it's like you know like a lot of people they they're always like curious like what do people do like at the end of the night in the beginning of mm -hmm. the day you know to stay creative and to do all that kind of stuff and I think that's always like a good one to just you know at the end of the night right 10 like it's like your top 10 favorite moments of like the day you Honestly, know true. and it's yeah. like and it's kind of like recapping the day and just basically being like hey it could have been like that person like in the drive through line that like paid for your drink mm. you know and you're just like thank you you know and that was like you don't even know me, yeah. <laughs> you know, and you're like, thank you. That's so nice, you know, and just little things like that, like someone holding the door, like someone held the door for me the other day, like one of the students. And I was mm -hmm. like, I really appreciate you. He was like, yeah. And I was like, who, who, whomever so raised sweet. that like boy is like doing such a great job. Cause it's like, he saw me with like a big old wagon oh. and he like made sure he left the door open. And I was like, that's really like such a, like a nice gesture to do, you know, mm -hmm. it doesn't take away from you. It doesn't like, you know, it, it, it just makes you like a really nice, genuinely nice person, you 100%. know? And I think that like, we need more of that stuff. Yeah. Like we need to like, just basically like, it doesn't take anything away from you to be nice. It really doesn't, you know, it really doesn't. And I love stories like that because especially now, even though we're so connected on our phones yeah. in real life, I feel like, because especially after the pandemic, right? Like keep your distance, like, you know, <laughs> like yeah. it's very strange. But um, that happened somewhat recently to me where 
I was like checking out in line and then this guy like pretended to cut me and it was just like this funny moment of like oh haha you know and yeah. it was just jokingly and I just appreciate it because it sparked this conversation with him and he we were just like in line checking out with like our art supplies and then we're just like yeah so like how's it going how's life yeah. he's just like you know thank you for like you made my day by laughing and I was like well you made my day for making me laugh and yeah. he's just like oh, I like to think that there's still so much humanity and good people out there so I appreciate you yeah. for even giving me the time because even nowadays like you avoid strangers like it's so so weird but you know I do believe that there's there like the world can be really good when you actually look for it and yeah when you're willing to accept it you know true because especially when you look for it like there's so many like 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 blessings opportunities all that kind of stuff and so i always tell people you know not every paid opportunity is a great opportunity you know and Very not true. every unpaid opportunity is a not great opportunity it's like these are times to basically like you know to to kind of like you know like see like hmm is this like does this work for me does this not work for me you know and you know sometimes it's like just remembering that everyone is like going through their own stuff so it's like if you could just kind of like you know like I really go into the day just kind of being like you know what I don't want to be remembered for being a bitch <laughs> I don't especially like hey you go to the store and you're like Ugh, what and then you know it's like I don't want to be like I don't want mm -hmm. someone at the end of the night to be like damn that lady was like so rude to me mm, yeah. you know and then you're just and they're like they're like damn and like this happened to me and that this other and you're just adding on to it and so for me like I'm just like you know what I want to be the person that opens the door and I want to be that person that like, you know, adds a little bit more light because like, why not? Like, so true. it's, it, there's a lot of stuff that's happening, you know, around the world. And so it's like really just kind of like being like that person that like, you know, could, could really like make someone feel better as opposed to like, how can I crush you? I mean, that's not, that sucks <laughs> so yeah i don't uh, yeah i want to be like the person that like you know makes you feel better at the end of the day yeah. you know and that you could remember oh that person was like you know as opposed to like the opposite because there's a lot of that you know Very we're already true. getting some of it so then you're just kind of like no like keep on like this positive like path and dude trust me like I know, like, I sound very optimistic, but there are moments where, you know, I'm just kind of like, I, like, I, I, I feel very defeated, mm. you know, and I kind of like, how do you get out of that, you know, and how do you continue to like, you know, fill your cup back up when it's like, most of like the people that are around you are more, you know, um, they're realists or <laughs> pessimistic <laughs> and so that you're just kind of like <laughs> everything's gonna be fine right and they're like not really but you know you're just like no i will you know but it's like making sure that it's like you're continuously like trying to like you know like like show up in that way show up in that way yeah. yeah so so true yeah i absolutely love that and like you have definitely like with your work and just with your like personality and yeah. like you've ever since I met you, you've just been so welcoming and so supportive and I really see why people have gravitated towards you and your work and just everything that you're doing because it's like 
when you welcome people with open arms, it's like to feel seen and welcomed is like so rare. I feel these days. Yeah. So it is really lovely to see. I'm a cancer. Oh. So I'm very motherly. <laughs> but you know what? It's so interesting because, you know, I think my struggle within that is that, you know, you then have like this responsibility of like almost like people have this expectation of you. You know, and you're just kind of like, you. it, it almost scares you. Mm-hmm. It scares me, you know, because it's like, I'm not a perfect person at all. I'm very flawed, you know, and I've made a lot of mistakes in my life. And, you know, and so I think that the mistakes that I have made basically allowed for me to to be more of like the person that is more welcoming and that could accept someone for who they are and you know people judging me then it's like it's allowed for me to basically be like I can't judge you because who am I to judge you mm-hmm. you know and like things like that but it is something where you know um like being like where people want to like gravitate towards me as like a person and as like a figure and as as a brand and as like a, you know, as a, as a, you know, Instagram account, you know, I think that one of the things that I like really like struggled with a lot was just kind of that thought of like, you know, people's expectations of what I have to be, you know, and that like is scary, you know, because it's like, you want to grow and you want to be like you want to continue this beautiful thing but it's like at the same time it's like how do you take that responsibility and how can you be responsible with it you know and continue to like inspire people and continue to like be that light without people crushing you yeah you know so I think that that's one of the things where it's like you know I've I've been in the car by myself and I'm like oh my god people's expectations of me are like insane you know and and, um, you know, you kind of, you know, it's a conversation that I've had with Manny where I'm like, whoa, like, you know, people do have expectations of what they want, you know, and, mm-hmm. and for me, like, it's, you know, it's scary to think about it in that way, but it's also about like, this is in the way that I could show up, you know, and, and I can't show up as like someone else's expectation I could only show up as like myself and like how do I continue to like be responsible with like having an engaged audience you know but I think that that has been something where it's like like you know as a as you know like a person that has like an Instagram account you know it's like how do you um you know like having like you know like articles and things written about you it's like how do you protect yourself from like this this energy that could turn into like do you know who I am Mm -hmm. to like um you know how do you like make sure that it's like you're uh, obviously like protecting yourself to where it's like you're still human being and like whatever people have to say about you is like it's just their opinion and it's like how do you protect yourself from all that so I think that that has been a, a scary thought you know because it's like you're just kind of like oh my god it it allows for you it allows for people to have opinions about you right. you know and so it's like how do you not you know <laughs> engage in that you know so it's I think that that's been one of the fears of, mm. of that you know and I think the only one because once you kind of like start to like you know realize that you're just kind of like okay this is this this is just what I could do you know you can't do anything different or you know and like just protecting yourself from like 
you know, and having your own expectations for yourself, mm-hmm. you know, and, and like leading with like an open, like thankful heart. Like I'm always like, dude, I'm, le- I'm going into this with like, does this align with like my morals and like, you know, yes, all that kind of stuff, very, very you know, true. cause, um, you know, that like, I think having like morals and like any of that kind of like stuff then you're like, it makes making decisions easier. 100%. You know, you're like, yeah. this is this is our mission. And you're like, all right, read it over again. We're going to exactly. stick to it. It's kind of like your compass. And <laughs> yeah. I have talked about this recently in a podcast episode of like, when we're like finding our voice, it's like use your values as a compass to really understand like, what is it that you care about the most? How yeah. do you want to like operate in your power like what is it that you want to see in the world like use that as exactly and, yeah and then you'll be okay you know yep it's yeah. true it's so true and so it's like it's really about like sticking to those things you know yeah. and just kind of being like hey this is within like our values and all that kind of stuff so it makes things like easier you know and just knowing like you know you're human and like we're gonna make mistakes and we're yeah. gonna learn from them yeah. and like it's it's about like really at the end of the day forgiving yourself for like exactly. making the mistakes and basically being like hey you know what what could I have done better mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. that's all you could do is like grow and like you know once you're able to like acknowledge that you made a mistake and this is how you're gonna like correct it and th- all this and that it's like from then on it's like there's just growth there exactly. so you yeah. know yeah and it's so funny you say that because I literally made a mistake like earlier this week because I was recording a podcast with somebody and I was like editing it and I was going to upload it and um, I formatted everything on accident because I forgot to back everything up, which is so crazy because it's like I've been backing up media for over five, six years now. And I'm like, what? And then like I just saw everything disappear and I'm like, okay <laughs> I learned it was very humbling and you're very like, like okay girl you're not perfect obviously and um you're gonna learn from that so yeah. you know after this podcast is recorded I know what to do and I know how to like not and I learned like really not to be so hard on myself yeah. because that's like that's the hardest part is like okay how do I have grace with myself and allow myself to just be like you know what it's fine I already reached out to that person. I'm like, we have to re-record. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's, it is really just moving through life with that perspective. And I really appreciate you opening yeah. up and being vulnerable with me and just, you know, sharing space with me because this is really just being able to have space for these types of stories. Yeah. And um, I don't want to take too much more of your time because I know you're busy busy woman but I would love to hear if you have one last piece of advice for creatives either just starting out or creatives who are just you know putting in the work and may just need that like extra little nudge I think the thing that like has always helped us is consistency consistency is like so important like showing up for yourself your creative practice like your business you every single day like knowing that like you know like for example today like I'm not gonna make any sales in the studio you know and then you're like okay but you still have to open it you know and you're still like opening it and you're like 
you know, but it's like, hey, tomorrow might be like a million times better, but it's like, or it might not, but you still have to open it and you still have to be consistent and you still have to like, because all that time, it adds up at the end because Mm -hmm. you were consistent you know and so I think that a lot of people you know are like oh just do it tomorrow or you know I'll just and it's like all these little things they add up so it's like the consistency part is like number one because then people could see how like it matters to you you know because you're putting in the work and the Mm -hmm. effort and like you know and connecting with people it's always really good to connect with people and like find people that are going to like be excited about your vision and that they're not going to be like, oh, that's like a lot. Like, how could you do that? And you're like, I've done like way harder <laughs> stuff, you know, and for them to like value you as a person. But consistency is always like my main thing. I'm like, just just do the thing you have to do every single day, mm-hmm. you know, and you'll see like, you know, there there's going to be like some kind of like thing that ends up happening you know it's like we didn't get to where we are like in like not opening up the studio all the time and not like do it you know it's like it's really showing up every single day even though it's like defeating and even though it's like you know you don't you you don't feel like being in the studio and it's like I get it but it's like you know the consistency is what's gonna really like get you to where it's like that next level I love that. That's so, so true. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for no, sharing thank you. all of this. I really, really appreciate it. Um, if people want to connect with you, yeah. where can they find you? How can they find you? I am on Instagram, soloka.com too. We have a website. Um, so on our Instagram, is just soloka. It's S-E-W-L-O-K-A. And then uh, we have a website. And then we have a physical location. We're in Barrio Logan. Uh, we're at 2113 logan avenue suite b um so you could always stop by check out the studio like there's always fun workshops so um i love connecting with people and just you know like i don't know i just like people um so (laughs) come in and like you know let's 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 do some cool stuff so yeah yeah Yeah. thank you for having me seriously thank you yeah this was so special thank you yeah okay well bye you guys bye